You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 135. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! Let's crack back at like in podcast world. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 135. Ciento Back in the saddle. Whoop. Yeah, we're coming back to you after a couple weeks off um, due to some traveling, etc. And I think that that is what has really inspired the topic of talking life with the bros today. We all had many, many ideas of topics, so I'm sure you're going to hear from those in the future. And we stumbled upon just talking some life points. I think Greg's got some really good quotes. Um, we've all going to... Uh, Maybe mention a few stories or two of what we've been doing the last few weeks since we haven't been able to record. So kind of coming at you on the real here. Nothing real scripted. Just talking from the heart. What y'all think, fellas? Good yeah, to be back. Yeah, man. Great to be back. Um, you know, it's interesting that the travel in between the three of us has become a problem for recording. So I think it's uh, that's, a, that's a good problem to have. It means that we're getting out there. We're seeing and doing new things and enjoying um, the gifts that we've been given and appreciating you know them to the fullest so i think it's going to be a fun conversation but it's good to be back and see y'all you know live and in person same here guys i'm excited you know matt's usually the one jet setting you know here <laughs> in the u.s he's Steve, on his tail now. steve's going international i'm kind of you know rolling but yeah i've been having some good times some good little summer travels uh very productive time so uh it's cool to be here doing our thing. Yeah, CC has been inspiring, dude. He's on. He's about to be on his third I week know, in a row. I know. <laughs> uh, he's, going he's out the country on top of it. <laughs> he's picked it up, baby. So this is your first time out of the country too, right? Yes. Oh my yes. gosh. First time yes. Hmm. Well, you know, I did take a cruise way back in the day. I'm not sure if that counts though, because you just kind of park. You know, you got your boat. But we're gonna fly into you it. Got but, your boat. Yeah. Fly yeah. into my uh, boat's right there. <laughs> <laughs> find a Jamaica. Go check it out. Should be good. Got the whole fam, so Sweet. going to be an adventure. Sounds awesome, CC. Yeah, guys, I think it's going to be a nice uh, podcast to catch up here and and see what's been going on, and also talk some life. But before we hop into it, uh, we're going to flip it over to John. I'm sure he's had like Greg three weeks to think about what he's going to come <laughs> up with. This epic. has got to, yeah, it'd be amazing. <laughs> three seconds oh, yeah. ago, John came up with it. What you got, buddy? Okay, would you rather use dinero or tarjeta de crédito? Mm. Money or credit card? Yes! Look at that, dude. Your Spanish is rubbing off on him. CC, he's nice. getting it. He's getting it. He's getting it. Is that Rosetta Stone that threw that? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather use cash or card? Well, I'll start out with this. Um, I'm going to go with card just so I can get my points, you know, or flying. That's pretty much what I use them for. For travel, you get a return on the on the card but it is always good it's kind of funny you just asked that because it's like one of the first times i don't have cash on me and i'm about to travel i actually went to a nephew's baseball game the other day and had to tell aj hey 
can't get in the gate. They, uh, they won't take the, 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 we didn't think they'd take the cash uh, when we were driving over there. Um, so sometimes it's really useful to have the cash, but you're asking which one we would rather use ourselves personally. So I'm going to go with the card because of return of the, the points. Greg? <sighs> yeah, I think I obviously use the card more often. Um, I think it's convenient. Um, you get the points. Now, if there's a problem with the card you, and that's all you got, you're not getting what you want. So there's something to be said for that. And, um, of course, card, it's so easy to swipe that little piece of plastic. Yeah, you wind up spending more money. You wind up spending more money. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to budget and, and, and keep things real, I think getting cash is the way to roll. Um, but you got to carry it around. And Anyway, I mean, just because I use it more and convenience, I'll probably go card, you know. Ask me in 10 years, and I bet my answer will be different. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> They got a card for that, though. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll do an episode on that one. <laughs> Can't wait. I promise. That one's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, you know, traditionally, everybody used some kind of, you know, currency, um, paper money, gold, whatever it was. Um, and now it's becoming less frequent. Uh, you know, everybody's using more cards nowadays. And it just depends on where you are in the country. You know, our area, we have uh, businesses that will charge you a, convenience fee in order to use a card Mm -hmm. so they hit you with a little uh swipe fee for doing that but i had a patient the other day that said he's from california they said they charged you extra if you paid with cash what (laughs) yeah they said live in california and they charged you more like a convenient or inconvenience fee for using cash that was pretty pretty odd i'm with cc i mean i think um you know you tend to spend a little bit more when you don't see it when you don't feel it you don't have to pull it out of your wallet or write it down. So for me, I would rather use cash because I think it helps keep me under wraps a little bit. Is that how you more. pay for your gasoline nowadays? You notice that? It's like cash, three yeah, ninety. There's a swipe. Yeah. There's a swipe fee. Cor- ten thing. cents are. Well, it's even more than <laughs> Roundabout, yeah, on the yeah. gas. You notice that? Like yeah, but you have like, to go prepay after. Yeah, presume. I'm, I'm presuming that too. Yeah. John would probably know, John. Um, they don't do that where I get gas. Uh, I do. I have seen that. I do you know what you're talking about? But uh, I'd love to fill up and just walk in and pay. But I guess most people probably shut up on that because people would probably fill up and walk off. Yeah, you know. I actually did that one day on accident. Really? I thought I thought if you wanted to use cash, you had to prepay. No, I drove off and didn't pay. <laughs> you you know, filled? I filled up and drove off. You know the place where um, they have the no ethanol gas on Lake mm. Street. I went there to go get some gas from a boat and then like a week or two later i went back they're like hey did you come here this day i'm like yeah wow, <laughs> sure dude. enough i took off man i stole that stuff <laughs> <laughs> but they end up getting me later <laughs> wow that's funny uh, i hope you visited the confessional after that <laughs> i made atonement man i paid for it <laughs> that's funny oh man and i was like what do you know call the cops they're like it happens more than you think people just just forget not Man, good for them for remembering that. Oh my gosh. But it had me written down, white Jeep. Wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I think that's a good way to segue into the topic of what we've been doing. And so that just made me think, John going to confessional. I tried to run this by John the other night. It looked like a swing and miss. I'm starting out with a movie here. Have you seen Father Stew? No, but I want to see it. That's with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Right? Mm-hmm. I have not seen it either. Shocker, but I need to. John's going to probably walk away from his family and go to the priesthood after watching it because <laughs> he's already on the cusp, at least, of being a deacon. Uh, 
Yeah, oh. right around the corner. Uh, wa- <laughs> <laughs> hey, I watched it the other night because several people around had mentioned it, and I was like, hmm, didn't necessarily want to because we, we, it involved not giving the farm away here. I mean, it's based on true story. But uh, a passing away at the end, which I'm not a huge fan of those kind of movies, but it was a very good movie, and I would highly suggest. I'm really surprised John hadn't watched it since he's a movie guy. No, I rem- yeah, I don't go to the movies a whole lot anymore. Oh, I watch this on the TV. Yeah, but um, I do remember whenever it, it started coming out, I, I just forgot about it. But uh, it is something that I, I will see eventually. Uh, it does look like a great story. Uh, seemed like a pretty scrappy fella. Uh, you know, all of us have those pitfalls um, that I think that they can identify with. That's what's so strong and so powerful about those stories is you see people who have been through a lot of uh, things and then they overcome them and they end up doing great things with their lives. Um, so without having seen that yet, I'm, I'm assuming it's, it's a good story. For sure. read the plot, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I will, I will see it. Well guys, why don't y'all tell me a little bit about what's been going on in y'all's world. I know y'all have been hitting it hard, burning up the trail, traveling. How's that been? Who wants to start off? I think Craig should. I think I honestly think he's above me right now. I on think the he is too. I think he is too. I'm, hey, you know, I'm making up for lost time. Just to refresh you, Craig. Yes. Craig's been to. Correct me if I'm wrong. In the last month, I think Tennessee, New Orleans, Fredericksburg, and he's heading to Jamaica. I know. I was surprised whenever <laughs> I got the the picture of uh, them in New Orleans, and he was like, "Oh, I'm hanging out in New Orleans for the weekend." I actually <laughs> forgot about the places I've been. Um, <laughs> yes, been to all these places. Well, that's good because you haven't been doing it enough before. They've that, been CC. awesome. We got a little rental in Tennessee. Went and checked it out. We got black bears around our house. Uh, Super cool. Got to experience that whole sort of uh, um, Smoky Mountain vibe. Really cool little town. We did some hiking, like old Matt, hunting some waterfalls. Great times, great memories. I think we uh, got some pictures of that. I don't know if uh, our bro lady's going to put those up there, but I may have one picture or two we took Yeah, from that that's right, trip. yeah. We sent them over. I'm sure they'll be um, out there for you on the so line. So that would be cool. And in New Orleans, you know, we had the hurricane down here, and uh, my my skillful attorney, Hot Dog, helped me secure some funds to re- rehab my house. And so I've been working on that, and there's a, a, a lantern place in New Orleans that's re- Furbishing some of my gas lanterns from the hurricane. So we went to go and pick those up and celebrate our 23rd anniversary. Had a really cool time there. Great trip. Kind of a cool side note. Y'all, I get picked on a lot for not watching movies or television shows, but every now and then we'll find a little Netflix series that's interesting. And there was one called uh, Feed Phil. And it was this guy, I think his name is Phil Rosenthal or Rosen something. He's the guy who wrote Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, I like oh, that yeah. show, Cool. This is the guy who started that show. And this whole series is him traveling around the world, eating and kind of immersing himself in a little town and really getting to meet people. And he cuts up with them and he, he has dinner with their families. Then he'll go to some cool restaurants and you just see him eating this food and really getting into it. Well, he was in New Orleans one time and met this chef called Alon Shia, who's kind of an up and coming chef in New Orleans. And had a restaurant called Shia's. Well, now he's got a new restaurant called Saba um, on Magazine Street. Went and had dinner there, and it was awesome. Kind of an upscale Mediterranean place. And it's just fun to watch a TV show and then kind of follow it back around. And um, the Shia, the chef, had written a little letter to us for our anniversary. He wasn't there that night, cool. but he wrote it and signed it. And so that was fun. And, uh, yeah, I went to Fredericksburg, Texas, which is the Napa Valley of Texas. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of wineries. uh Really beautiful little town. If you ever get a chance to um, to check that, I recommend Fredericksburg, Texas, and uh, about to go to Jamaica. So I mean, really, y'all. Normally for me, 
it's a beach trip in the summer, yeah. you know, but we're really. So it sounds like you were kind of immersing yourself in some of that culture, you know, where you were, the dining in New Orleans, maybe the wine, uh, you know, in Fredericksburg. Are you going to try the ganja? The ganja. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some, yeah. I heard that you are solicited to a fair amount down there. So um. <laughs> I can't wait to see him coming back in cornrows. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I know. It's going to be interesting. I probably won't indulge in that, but um, I will relax and chill. I look forward to talking about that as well. What can we do in this downtime? <laughs> about you, Matt? Yeah, I think it's inspiring for Craig because I'm, I'm kind of hitting a little small wall here with the travel. It's been a lot in 2022 here. Um, been all over the place and got some big trips coming up in late August, early September. Um, but yes, went to Highlands and then went to Gulf Shores um, with Alexandra's family last week. Came back here for about a week, leaving either Thursday or Friday this week, going back to Highlands and then driving down into Florida. For the McGlathery That'll be a different, different route for you, though. That'll yeah, I know, doing the drive. And I'm already new. started looking for flights a couple days ago thinking, oh, man, I can't do it. Um, but I'm a little tired, not going to lie. A little, little tired here because it's been quite a bit. But it's been a lot of fun, too. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to Highlands and, and taking a little rest there. And then, you know, I'm going to just tee myself up for this. In Gulf Shores, we all know what happened to me with my tragic shoulder injury. <laughs> tragic. <laughs> That's how he described it on his text message. <laughs> Call me when you can. I've had a tragic shoulder injury. Well, or not know, tragic. It was something I, th- I like, said, I, I've been injured. I think is what I thought. He goes, there is a, I've had a major injury. Or this so, I was is, like, this is how I found out. I am at Crust Pizza in line trying to order. It was busy because it was like kids at night eat free or whatever. <laughs> We're in there and I get a FaceTime coming through from hot dogs. So I'm like, man, Which I'm in a, a restaurant. I shouldn't really answer this, but he doesn't FaceTime me. Maybe something's wrong. So I answer it. And guess what? He's shirtless. All I see is his belly button. Everybody <laughs> around me look is looking at me like, what is going on? Why are you showing this guy's belly button off? <laughs> and he's like, serious question. I need you serious right now. <laughs> that is what I told him. I said, John, quit playing around right now. <laughs> and I'm in crust pizza. I can't hear him. It was, it was entertaining. Everybody else was like, yes, okay. Is he all right? Oh, yes, man. everyone has been entertained. I did text you, Greg. I said, hey, man, got an issue. I got injured. Call me when you can. And I did get the shirt. I got the shirtless FaceTime as well. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, everybody did. It, uh, it's a joke. Like half a Lake Charles probably heard about my shoulder, but did injure it playing the volleyball and was 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 scared on a serious note because it felt like a, the sound of the tear until I got Craig on the phone and Craig proceeded to tell me, you know, he's heard like six of these doing splits and I was like, oh my god, okay, I think I'm gonna live. <laughs> you know? uh, but I will say it's it's slowly healing itself. I know I'll get another exam by John here after the podcast shoot here. Uh, but that was a, a kind of thing that will make you stop on a, on a serious note in time because I've been really healthy for a long time. Haven't had an issue, I think, since back in the day, correct? Like 2013 mm-hmm. or something when I had that back issue, upper back stuff yeah. that where I've been sidelined for a while, not been able to do something. And I normally do say I'm thankful for my health, et cetera. But this has been one of those times that sometimes you do have to be stopped for a second and realize, golly. And I watch people walking around. I'm like, man, it must be nice to have that shoulder working properly or something. So um, there's been some good come up from that standpoint. And I am thankful for all the people. No, not, no kidding aside, we've had five medical personnel look at the situation here. <laughs> um, and we're still alive, hopefully going to be healing. Yeah, you know, it, it, it just goes to show you that sometimes a swing and a miss can be detrimental to you. 
Yeah, it can. That's a, that's really what happened. Tried to play volleyball. Was playing volleyball and went with the left hand and uh, nicked the ball. Didn't make good contact with it and I guess went down too fast. You know that elite athleticism <laughs> really showed itself out there. His body's getting to the point where he can't keep up with his eliteness. I think that's what's going on. Yes, he is aging. But but I was just going to say, you know, you guys have both been doing a lot of traveling, been getting out there and doing a lot of fun stuff and. I don't get to do as much of that as I as I once did. Been to Arkansas, yeah, yeah. But um, but I would say is for me, you know, I, even back in the day when I was going a ton, there gets a point to where it gets to be too much. So, whenever you start feeling like you're not enjoying the travels and stuff to the full extent, that maybe that may be your stopping point, or maybe the point where you say, okay, maybe this is the optimum frequency for me traveling, getting out and, and going around. So, that was something that I noticed uh, about once a month was my sweet spot that's that's exactly what i was saying oh, the other yeah. day three every three or four weeks would be it, good you start anything more than that, that it, would, it just you get tired from just you know having to get on the planes get off planes get up early do that kind of stuff so that was something that uh, i've always been conscious about um and be on the lookout so you you want to have a good time when you're out there doing it so just make sure that you're able to enjoy it to the fullest extent it's funny you always say about life is so busy and you get so worn out that you need a break to vacation so much you get worn out you need your life back i can't wait till that happens <laughs> but i can see that you know i can totally see where it becomes a almost work right at some point because you're different beds airports you know different food a little out of control yeah i don't know but uh, i want that problem yes john is the the most traveled of the group here oh, yeah. i feel like by a ways um but john why don't you update us what you've had going on over there buddy well with your um, girls well, with my girls, oh man, my girls are doing fantastic. They're all producing eggs now, so I'm getting three, usually three eggs a day. So um, they've been getting on it. Uh, <laughs> hot dog, I don't think did go and check up on them one time. Fortunately, my neighbor went by. He swiped a few eggs. So better than that, they were a little upset that we were going for that long. You know, we just went on a little trip also to uh, Arkansas. Big shout out to my mom. Uh, she gave that to all the kids and grandkids for Christmas. So oh, wow. we went to the Shepherd of the Ozark. Uh, it's really a retreat facility. It's uh, about 450 acres, I think, um, that they have multiple houses and stuff on. So the place that we stayed in housed about 80 people. We ended up being a crowd of 50, which was fantastic. Uh, it's the first time that we've really done any traveling uh, as a family when we've all been adults. Mm. Um so it was really a fun time. We had uh, high ropes that we did, high ropes obstacle course, which my dad did. Oh, at, wow. He, he'll be 80 in September, so it wow. was impressive. That's impressive. Like he climbed the telephone pole and walked across the stuff, and he made it through. And after the rest of the trip, he was like, I set the record. Nobody, I'm the oldest person ever did <laughs> <laughs> So that was neat. So they had uh, paintball gun wars, which my brother-in-law, he got taken out um, Ended up had had surgery last week. That's who I was thinking what? of. Nick, Gulf Shores. Uh, what yeah, the heck? He had to have like, surgery. Oh, he uh, broke his fibula and tore some ligaments. <laughs> he oh was my like, God. He was running and just slid, and uh, his lower leg kept going and uh, Ouch. broke it off. So they had that. They had horseback riding. They had a creek that ran right through the uh, property that we got to go swim every evening. The water was beautiful. Oh, wow. It was just a great time that we could just hang out and be together um, as a family. My brother, Father Michael, was able to come with us. So we had mass every morning. I sent you all the pictures yeah, on the, cool. uh, the deck. So that was a, a neat thing for us to do. But um, it was just you a great time. also went by that church up there, too. 
Say that again. Y'all went by that church up there. Oh, the, well, that, that was, was really in cool. that was right outside of Hot Springs. So we yeah. we broke up the trip on the way there. We stopped in Hot uh, Hot Springs to Garvin Gardens. There's a a church that is out in the middle of the garden. It's you know glass all the way around, even on the roof. It's it's a really neat deal. Um, that uh, people have a lot of weddings and stuff out there. So a couple young couple here in town that we know, uh, Dusty and Lindsay. Um, got married there um they're they're not from lake charles but they live here now so it was a neat deal for us to go and see that um great times man kids had a blast i mean if you can imagine living his best life oh if you could imagine i don't know 35 40 kids or whatever that yeah. are all in the same house running around doing stuff um it was it was a fun time but they had a blast oh they did you know we, my five-year-old the tiny gift he his goal was to sleep in a bunk bed whenever we got there and once he saw him. So I, uh, we had to wait till everybody kind of, you know, settled down a little bit and it was, you know, after one o'clock in the morning and the, the bunk room was pretty rowdy. So I went in there with him, try to let him fall asleep cause he was a little nervous about it. So some of the other adults would come in and fuss at the kids. Y'all go to sleep. And then the next day they were like, you were in there. <laughs> <laughs> Why weren't you coming in there? Why weren't you handling the room? Was like he was asleep, well, probably. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was like, well, they weren't being too bad, and, and I just that's what they need to be doing. You know, we're all here together. Let's let's all enjoy the time that we have together and stay up late and be yeah. silly and do some stuff like that. So it was a great time. Uh, hope we get to do it again. Um, so thanks, mom. That was a great Christmas present. That's a great Christmas gift. in July. That's awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas in July. Literally Christmas in July. Well, I think that kind of talks me to a decent question that we can, John can probably speak of the best to us, but balancing traveling with work. Got any thoughts on that? Tips? Well, I guess it just depends on your occupation for me and, you know, CC. Um, we've got to get in front of people and, and put our hands on people and look at what's going on with them, look at imaging, um, that kind of thing. So for me, I could take trips, but I, you know, there, I have to spend a significant amount of time in my office. Um, doing what people need to have done in order for them to recover. So for me, most of my trips early on were short trips. So I would leave like Wednesday night, Thursday early, mm -hmm. and go through the weekend to where it wouldn't really disrupt a whole lot of um, what was going on in my office, what was going on with patient care. Um, so that was what I did originally. So it just depends on how far you're going. You know, if you're going – you know, four distances like Indonesia. We went to Indonesia. That's way too far to go for a short <laughs> yeah. period of time. You really yeah. need to go for two plus weeks. So I was able to do that um, whenever my buddy got married there. But it's 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 pretty painful, you know, going that far where you're, you know, it's 13 hours difference. So you're basically, you know, flip-flopping where you should be time-wise, what your time is. Um, and it was wasn't that difficult going there, but coming back in that transition, it was very difficult. It took me about two weeks before I fully recovered from it. So, uh, same thing going to Europe. Um, you know, usually about five, seven hours difference, uh, going to Europe, which is more doable. Um, my brother, father, Michael, who lived there, he said the trick was if you just maybe stay up through the flight, if you have an overnight flight or don't sleep much to where you can be tired and make it through the first day. Um, it's usually easier to kind of get on that new time mm. schedule. So it's uh there's a lot of little tricks like that that I think that'll help, you know, get 
transitioning to um, different time zones and other things like that. But once you get back and you get back into what's going on in the daily life, you just got to deal with, with what's in front of you and hope you didn't overdo it too much. Because <laughs> it can happen. I think I'm in a similar boat. Minus, I don't have to be in the office. I can do more on the remote stuff that we learned to use really in COVID and whatnot. Um, but got to be there to sign pleadings, you know, wet ink on stuff, meet with clients, things like that. And for me, it's more just probably Craig speak, can speak this to scheduling a bunch of stuff at one time. You with the shots or something, mm-hmm. you know, you got to kind of front load it. That's what I'll do when I'm home, uh, front load it. And then that allows when I'm not home to be able to do the remote stuff or to, you know, take a, two, a day or two off every now and then. I'm kind of with both of y'all, like Steve said, you know, as a practitioner, you have to see people and if you're not working, they're not getting treated and you can't take it with you in a sense. Um, so there's some blessings to, you know, to having a job where you don't have to necessarily be in person, but, um, you can, what I have learned is taking little vacations in life. So I've been able to dial back my week a little, you know, taking Fridays off and it's not leaving the town or the country, but you could have a long weekend getaway. And so you can still have sort of that work-life balance where you're working, but at the same time you're you know, having time down so you're not just grinding the whole time. So maybe that's an option for some folks. If you can't travel either because of financial reasons or work reasons, um, maybe you can make little vacations throughout your week, whether it's a, a give, getting off of an hour early if that's all you can do. Um, that you can be amazed at how much more you can accomplish in a day if you're, you know, getting off a little early, run errands, get some coffee. Those little wins, you know, like little rewards for, for giving yourself that time. Amen, Brother CC. All right, guys. Well, it was great getting to catch up with everybody here, um, seeing what's going on. Time, as usual, flew by a little too fast here, but uh, we've got to start winding it down. But before we do, we'll flip it over to Johnny Boy for what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes. John, what you got, bub? Well, guys, I'm going to go back to that trip we just took to Arkansas, and we literally had to hit the gas on our way home. So we decided to split up the trip on the way home just like we did on the way there. Uh, We were going to stop in Texarkana, which is about the halfway mark. Um, you know, having five, two and 10 to 11 month old, it's tough to go long distances. So whenever we left, uh, in the afternoon or in the evening after we'd been canoeing all this stuff all day, um, we just decided to get on the road and go to Texarkana. And when we got on the road, the GPS said it was going to be six hours and 27 minutes. So I looked at my wife and I said, Let's just go the whole way. Instead no of it way. being eight and a half hours, it's only 627. Something's aligned perfectly. Let's go. <laughs> so we hit the gas, took off going, and uh, we didn't pay close attention, but the GPS kept updating and adding time. <laughs> <laughs> so it ended up taking us almost eight hours. Uh, so we got home about four in the morning, which was pretty difficult. You know, yeah. pretty, pretty tough. So y'all left that evening. We left that evening, seven, eight o'clock, between oh seven and eight. Oh my gosh. Drove. Right through that. No yeah. whole way. There Why was the GPS adding with no traffic? I don't know. <laughs> GPS was like, hey, watch this. How hard are you going to hit the gas, bro? <laughs> Two hours into it, you're like, it still says six hours and 20 minutes. <laughs> oh. Yep. It was interesting. So we hit the gas and drove through the night in order to avoid awake, alert, yelling kids on the way home. Wow. People with small children know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. Took the Father Michael trip in the U.S. Uh, tip. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week. Uh, if you do get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate it. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. 
You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me? I'm living my